San Monani. Welcome to African Story Magic with me, Trinam Tlope, your guide on a journey through the wonders of African storytelling. This story is not that old. It happened not so long ago. It is a story about a woman called Mrs. Zwide. She lived in a village called Edududu on the south coast here in Guazulu Natal. Mrs. Zwide lived alone. She had a beautiful garden where she planted all kinds of food that she loved. You name it, she had carrots, she had brinjal, she had potatoes, she had sweet potatoes, she had pumpkins, she had beans, you name it, she had it. She had corn, umbila, millies. She planted all this food and she took care all the time tilling the land and she would remove the weeds and she would water. It was just something that brought her so much joy. But also, she had a big mango tree. When the mango tree gave her the fruit, the fruit was delicious. It was golden yellow and she would wash the mango and put it in a basket, a basket she had made herself, cover it with a lovely cloth and then she would dress nicely and go to town to sell. When she had gotten a bit of money, she bought all the other things she needed in the house. Sugar, salt, oil, whatever she needed, she brought back home. And also sometimes she washed the vegetables and she put them in baskets and she went to town and she sold and she brought back whatever she needed in the house. She had enough money to live a simple life. But also, Mrs. Zwide, she loved books or old newspapers, whatever was there, she collected and brought and put them in her bedroom. Always there were these piles of old books. If there was somebody who threw away a book, she saw it, she dusted it, cleaned it, put it there. The sad part was that she could not read, she could not write. After some time, the neighbors said, Mrs. Zwide, why do you bother with all of these books when you can't even read them? Why don't you be like us? You make baskets, you can make bead work like we do and sell. Why don't you just do this kind of work like us? She said, beads and baskets are good, but so are books. Those people who wrote these books, I believe that one day they will speak to me. That magic that they have, they will speak to me. The other neighbors couldn't understand what she was talking about, even at the clinic. <laughs> Nurse Damini said, what is it with you and these books when you can't even read them? Why don't you save money and buy yourself a sewing machine and start sewing and make a business and make more money than when you sell vegetables and mangoes? <laughs> she said, I love books. And that should not bother anybody. They bring me so much joy. I don't know. I just believe that one day those magical voices will speak to me. Well, that's what she believed and she continued with her life. One day she heard that there is a boy called Muzi who had lost a school book and he did not have money to pay for it. His mother wasn't working. His father had just lost his job and he was sitting there so sad he didn't go to school. And Mrs. Zwane walked to Muzi's home, sat down respectfully and greeted the neighbors and said, I heard what happened and I can help Muzi if you allow me. I can go to town. I know the bookshops that sell school books in town. He can go on the bus with me tomorrow if you allow him. They were surprised. That's so kind. Thank you so much. And so the next morning, Muzi woke up, put his school uniform on and he went with Mama Nozi Nwadi, as they were calling her now. They were calling her Nozi Nwadi. <laughs> she answered with a big smile on her face every time the neighbors called her with that name. They got on the bus. They went all the way to the city of Durban. 
and they got to the street with a bookshop that sold many school books and Muzi spotted the book he needed and Mama Nozingwati paid. And then they got on the bus again all the way back to Edududu. And when he got to the village, he went straight to school. He didn't even go home. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. And he settled down and continued with his lessons. Over time, another girl had lost a book or couldn't afford a book. Mama Nozingwati bought that book for that child. Again and again, people were talking about her. The other neighbors, they would meet her as they went to fetch water from the river. Ah, you are a good neighbor indeed. You have got such a good heart. We thank you for what you did. You keep helping these children. And she said, isn't the reason why you call me Nozingwati, mother of books? <laughs> and so she continued doing that. And when children went past her house, they greeted her. Saubona, mama Nozingwati. Saubona. And she smiled and waved. And she said, you must focus, respect your parents, and work hard at school so that you succeed and be something in our society. They smiled and they said, yes, mama, we do that. Well, 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 as time went on, the children were sitting together after school thinking, what can I do for Mama Nozingwati to show how grateful I am? Muzi said, me, I have got a lovely solution. I know exactly what I'm going to do today. I'm going to her house to show my thankfulness. So he went to Mama Nozingwati's home. Saubona, Mama Nozingwati. How? Yebo Muzi, saubona. Kunja, nukotako hambagatles kolen. How are things going at school? Oh, everything is going well, Mama. Thank you again for helping me. I'm so, so happy. I've come to say thank you. Mama Nozingwade said, that's easy. All you do is respect your parents. Go to school every day and work hard and listen to your teachers. I know you're going to be something in society. I believe it. Moses said, Mama, I am respecting my parents. I'm working very hard at school. But today I came to do something for you. I want to read the book that you bought for me. Because I know that you cannot read. Mama knows what. She sat down, she smiled, and waited for Muzi to start reading. And he opened the book. He began to read. It was a book about how water is formed. Because when the hot, hot sun hits the ocean and the rivers, there's moisture that goes up, up into the sky. And then it becomes cold and condenses and becomes clouds. And then again, it is too heavy. And then those clouds, they become rain and they fall down. And then they start up, up in the mountains. And then they form rivulets and rivers. And they make their way all the way back to the ocean. Mama Nozingwati said, what? You mean books are like these clever, clever people that teach you all these wise, wise ways of our nature? And Muzi says, yes, Mama. That is why I love books. I learn so much all the time. And I thought I should read the book for you. Mama Nozingwati was so happy. And Muzi said, Mama, I'm not finished. Our principal told us that now there's a place that is open for older people who wish to learn to read and write. And I think you should go because you love books. Mama Nozingwadi said, please don't play games with me. You know I've never set foot in school. And how would I fit in those small chairs and desks where you sit? Please don't play games with me. Thank you for reading and now you must go home. Muzi left but insisted that the principal had said there's a place for older people to learn to read and write. Well, she went to bed that night. She was thinking about what Muzi had said. As she was lying in bed, it felt like those books were calling her. Mrs. Sweetie, Nozingwati, mother of books, 
Mother of folks. She woke up the next morning. She got dressed like she was going to church. Her favorite dress and she put on her lovely shoes, took her handbag and walked all the way to school. Went to the principal's office. She was nervous though, wondering if her old mind was not too rusty. She sat down in front of the principal. Tishomkulu. I hear Muzi tells me that there is a place now for people who wish to learn to read and write, no matter how old they are. And the principal smiled. Oh, yes, you are never too old to learn. <laughs> and if you wish to join us, I would be very happy. Why don't you be the first student? Because nobody has joined yet. You can be one of the first one to come and learn to read and write. Mama Nozinwati was excited. She went back to the village and she told her neighbors that tomorrow she's going to school. And other neighbors over time started joining until there were several men and women in the village who went to school in the afternoons when the children had finished their studies. And they went there every day and she was so happy. Mrs. Zwete Nozinwati, mother of books, she could actually write her own name. Over time, she started looking at books that were simply written for people who recently learned to read and write. Her favorite book was called Ukatazile Ulandela Inhlizio Yake. It was called Katazile Follows Her Heart, about a young woman who fell in love with a man from the mountains who was playing the accordion, the concertina as we call it. And she loved that book. She read it over and over. She was so excited. When she had done all her work in the garden, she would sit in her bedroom and read those books. It was wonderful. She was slow, but she was reading. And she continued and continued. And she was so grateful that finally, those magical words in those books, those voices of the writers were actually speaking to her. And she was grateful. Nozinwati, mother of books. That's where I rest my story. Share the magic with others. Find more stories in English and Isizulu on ecr.co.za under podcasts. Until next time, stay magical. I'm Trinam Klope. I love telling this story because it is based on a true life story. My own great-grandmother was called Nozinwati. <laughs> she was my great-grandmother in Hammersdale, where I come from. She couldn't read, she couldn't write, but I'm told that she collected anything with words on it. Old books, old hymn books, an old Bible, even the newspaper Ilangalase Natala. She collected and dusted whatever. If you threw it away, she spotted it, picked it up and put it in a suitcase until that suitcase was full of all kinds of books which she could not read which she could not write, but she kept on saying, one day, those voices will speak to me. One day, they will speak to me. Sadly, she died without ever learning to read or write. So I decided that when I heard that story, now I know who I take after. That's why I love books so much. <laughs> Such a readerholic I am. So I decided I will write a story to honor my great-grandmother, Nozingwati, mother of books. And so I wrote the book, and now it has been published. The good part is that the book has been translated into all South African languages. It's Zulu, it's all South African languages. Even better, it has come out in Braille, the book that is called Nozingwati, mother of books, so that even people who are blind can read it and I have performed it on a CD 
And there's a CD called Nozingwadi, Mother of Books, with joyful music to honor Mamkunu, my own great-grandmother, who's buried in Hammersdale at the family graveyard. Yeah, in Guazulu Natal. That's where I rest my story, and I'm hoping that many more people will honor their own ancestors.